Conference of Champions rolls on. No truck stops here. We are the Pac-12. We are the best of the best. Welcome to No Truck Stops, an off-season Pac-12 podcast. Boy, I've missed that music. That's good. It's a banger. Uh, I'm Carlos at Equity Bruin. Here with me is Avery and Grapes, new cat mom at Brave Grapes. I'm so sweaty right now. <laughs> nice. Uh, Greg at Banana Morphs. I'm just happy to be here. And Matthew Hubertson at No Pit Stops. Brand change. It's race week, baby. <laughs> He's at No Pit Stops now. What uh, What made you want to change? You guys are fucking terrifying. You're going to get me freaking fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely absurd. What, what fights have we... I haven't even gotten into a Twitter fight recently. It's been a while since I've been in a Twitter fight. What are you talking about? No, it was me getting in my own Twitter fight no, about right. alcoholism. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Right. that was oh, good. we got we got more. Well, I'll tell you, we got more about that uh, later oh, on. Okay. Do we really? <laughs> Hell yeah. God damn. Yes, we do. Uh, anyway, it's been a minute. If, if you've seen alcohol, you're an alcoholic. Congratulations. <laughs> we meet on Tuesdays. <laughs> it's been a minute. Six weeks. Uh, six weeks since we last talked. We promised we'd do stuff monthly, but uh, it's the off season. What are people talking about? Spring ball? Like, we're going to fucking talk about spring practice. Uh, that's Nobody terrible. Gives a shit. Oh my god, that's like we're we're at we're at. Do we where where do we land on like calling out the other podcast that calls us out for like not paying attention <laughs> to they, football? Okay, maybe I should. I haven't listened to their podcast in a while. Sorry. Um, did they do like a review of spring ball for every oh. team? You're talking, about po- you're talking about podcast of champions. Of course yeah. we are. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but I I just I didn't know where we stood because like we can't fight them. They'll win. Mm-hmm. We'll be no, much I funnier, love, but they'll win very quickly. I love them. Um, <laughs> Great podcast. I'll listen to it during the season because I don't I don't care to hear about like I said earlier what's going on with Colorado during spring camp Matt when's the last time you listened to podcast of champions I drove to your wedding so I've listened to every single one I was there got stuck in a car for 24 hours with Greg I didn't want to hear him (laughs) also the last time I've listened to no uh to podcast of champions no podcast of champions Oh man, Tori must have been happy. Tori's a big Pac-12 sicko, right? Your wife? Uh, she was loving it. I'm, I made her sleep. It was great. <laughs> great, great. Anyway, uh, we're doing an off-season podcast today. We're gonna uh, do some talking about football tangentially, peripherally. Uh, gonna make fun of some of the most insane, <laughs> insane off-season discourse we've engaged in this uh, off-season. The off-season is very long, so we've got some real stinkers out there. Uh, we'll talk about annoying Pac-12 fan bases this off-season, and we'll do a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of genuine, actual, honest-to-God football talk. But first... <laughs> I got I'm married. just realizing that didn't that didn't play. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, okay, so that was one right. of my favorite parts about your wedding. Actually, <laughs> I was distracted. The music. Right. I like the light. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. No, no, no. This is great. Okay, so actually, so I got married. Uh, each of you dorks got invited. Um, Debatable. Along with uh, Avery's, along with Avery's boyfriend and uh, Matthew Britton's wife. Also debatable that they were invited. <laughs> they, they came, whether they were invited or not. Uh, and uh, we just thought we'd do some uh, do some talk about the review and what you all did while you were in San Diego. I saw that a couple of you got asked blasted at my wedding, which is very fun. Um, but first, I, it, it's men- it's funny that you mentioned that song. My wife uh, asked me, "Did did the did the bridal chorus song play as I was going down?" And I was like, "I don't I don't remember," but apparently it wasn't. Well, did she want it to? I think so. Oh, I thought it was better. Okay. <laughs> um, you had a you had a live singer there, which I really liked. I thought that I was, thought she was she good. I thought yeah. that was really nice. Um, did you guys hire her? or Did she come with the venue? <laughs> did she come with like a? <laughs> no, we had to hire her. <laughs> she was great. That was that was a definitely a highlight. So I don't think it's an issue that. I don't even. I don't remember the song that played. I'm sorry. I don't nice. remember it either because I may or may not. It was have a Catholic been... song, so I. Oh, do yeah, not it was something about loving Jesus, which <laughs> to each their own. Par par for the course for a Catholic <laughs> wedding. Yes. I uh, I is very Catholic. Is very. I may or may not have been watching F1 qualifying 
while the bridesmaids came up the the aisle. So I didn't notice. I what did was not happening. do that. <laughs> wait, 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 I paid wait, attention wait. to the wedding. Did you say that you and Dewey were watching the F one qualifiers? Oh, Matt was. Yeah, too. just no, 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 just Greg and Dewey. <laughs> Definitely just Greg. Well, and Dewey. Matt was doing it too, but he was, was doing very it attentive. in a much better way. Like he was watching, but like he wasn't fist pumping uh, when Charles Leclerc <laughs> took pole. I was doing that. <laughs> so you listen. It was your fault for starting the wedding seven minutes too early. Okay, we gave you a very clear objective. I didn't when realize the, wait, okay. the wedding had started because the song wasn't playing, <laughs> and so I was like, "Yeah!" And I look up and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's a bridesmaid." <laughs> so wait, you had you had your phone like streaming like on the pew? Or it was on the hymn book, resting against the pew in front of me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm Avery tweeted it. It was great. That's very good. That's very good. Um, anyway, so that happened. Uh, what did you all? Uh, you all went to. You all went to a baseball game or something, right? Oh yeah, it was fun. Yeah. All of you. Yeah, I, I was among my people. It was wonderful. It was great. I drank a lot, um, as one should as a baseball game because that's what the only entertaining part. Yeah. Um, it was good. I had those uh, tri-tip nachos. Fries. Oh, fries. Were they nachos? Okay. I'm pretty sure they, they would have been better as fries. Dewey but said they were nachos. nachos. Yeah. I thought they were fries. They had nachos. Oh, they were they nachos. I you had drank a lot. They were nachos. I was so. very drunk. <laughs> uh, those were good. I also didn't cause a scene, unlike Dewey, who wasn't that drunk and spilled his drink multiple times. <laughs> that was really funny. Because he kept wow. picking it up by the lid, and he's like, these lids suck. I'm like, everybody knows. You're not supposed to grab. Are you a child? That's uh, ridiculous. It was like a it Coke, was... too. It wasn't even alcohol. The first time it happened, it was understandable. Like, okay, I guess. But then it happened again, and he spilled even more. I think it happened. Yeah. It happened. <laughs> and, and like... then I think he had a little spill later on, too. And that's just, like, embarrassing. So what did you do? Because uh, I, I, I fucking hate baseball, but I do go to Petco Park and I'll like look at baseball happening for like 10 minutes and then I'll go walk around. What were what were uh, you, Avery, Greg and Tori? What, what were the three of y'all doing? I think Tori was enjoying the baseball. I don't know. Uh, I was really? talking and yeah, eating. I actually have a good partner <laughs> that enjoys the same things that I do. I am so sorry. I watch every real sport. And so I think that's enough. Yeah. None of the good ones. All, all of the real ones. So, <laughs> like, I think I'd give enough. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, uh, you've consumed a lot of Mariners games probably over the past God. 12 months. I'm very supportive. <laughs> I just, Terrible. like, yeah, sometimes I just don't want to drive 45, hour, 45 minutes an hour to Seattle if I'm parking. Get there five hours early for a four-hour event. Jesus Christ. Parking no, in you. San Diego. How do you live there? <laughs> uh, so I was, uh, I was. it was, what, Friday, the Friday of the wedding, uh-huh. before the wedding, and uh, Matthew Bertson <laughs> was like, hey, we're here. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's get some tacos. Took him to, took him to a taco place uh, close to downtown, a little north of downtown. And... Uh, they were telling me that he had a hard time parking, and uh, I realized that Matt brought his big ass truck to downtown San Diego. <laughs> well, and, and not only like, that, everything's like a this fucking spot. massive truck, and it's like, uh, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I think I called him a hick because of it. <laughs> you think? Are you kidding me? I've complained about this every hour on the hour ever since it happened. Well, asshole. You calling people hicks? Well, and then you and then, and then days later you were drinking moonshine or some shit like that. <laughs> you can't drink. I moonshine. was not. My wife was drinking moonshine. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, you were just drinking fun. cheap beer. That's also, right. a thing hicks do. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was a fun time. It was a good time. Uh, did Dewey? Did Dewey have a your your boyfriend Avery Dewey? Uh, he was he was definitely the most drunk at the actual reception. I don't know, Tori. Well, the thing about Dewey, uh, no, that was my yeah. wife. The thing about Dewey, really? <laughs> but she was oh, wine yeah. drunk. The thing about she Dewey is smashed. when he's drunk, like you know he's drunk. Like he doesn't try to hide it. When I drunk, I play a game of trying really hard to act sober because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but Dewey just Must doesn't the, give a shit. Yeah. So Must Dewey and Tori, yeah. were oh, both, absolutely, like, very drunk and fighting with each other at the wedding, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Who was fighting with each other? Dewey and Tori. 
Oh, well, I thought you were talking about me. I was like, I don't remember fighting. I kind no, of no, just you were just quietly there. most yeah. of the time. What were what were Tori and Dewey fighting about? Uh, Dewey's facial hair. Um, <laughs> uh, Target's dress selection. Oh, great! Um, Very cool. I'm sure there were other things. Uh, whether or not Dewey stepped on Avery's toes while they were dancing. Oh, he yeah, stepped on my toes. That. I don't remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. I'm very glad you all got up to dance. It was very cute. Um, yeah, there was a. There was. I was like, oh yeah, Dewey was, uh, like, when Dewey's drunk, it's very apparent. This man was. Uh, he was like, as I was saying bye to him, he was like hiccuping every five seconds. He was like, I kind right, of respect really how much <laughs> he doesn't care. Like, <laughs> he truly he just, doesn't. He's like, I'm drunk and I'm gonna be drunk, and I'm like, wow, I'm not. I'm gonna be drunk and not drunk. That's what I'm gonna be. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Anyway, good for him. Uh, that was uh, that was the wedding. So I'm glad you all had fun. It was great having you all there. And uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. Whatever. Do whatever you want. I went to anyway. the zoo. That oh, was yeah, fun. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the that's zoo. Right. I love zoos. Why didn't um, Matt and Tori and Greg go to the zoo? Because they're they think the zoos are dumb. And uh, here's the thing: Greg most zoos didn't are dumb. Spend sixty five dollars when he was going to watch. It's worth the it for this zoo. Oh. This is San Diego Zoo is the best zoo in the country. That's like true. it's not close. Amazing research. I went to go see the two greatest baseball players of all time. And honestly, so. I'm I'm not gonna lie. The San Diego Zoo had better food than Petco Park, and I'll die on that hill. So wow, yeah, better food than uh, a baseball I game. I don't love the San. I don't love the San Diego <laughs> Zoo food. If I'm being, you honest, have to I go will. to the right spots. <laughs> no, I live here, right? <laughs> Avery's ass ran into the exhibits and butchered a live animal. <laughs> that's, what she, <laughs> like, that's what she no, means. No, what by I right found spots. is like one of those blogs that like the same people that do best food at Disney, and then found oh, one yeah. for the San Diego Zoo. And I, I wasn't disappointed. Blog, yes, we know. I wasn't disappointed. We are familiar. Um, I also just didn't get the chance to have much good food in San Diego because oh, I didn't go to that taco place with you guys the first day. Hodad's was good. That Hodad's the burger place was good. Tacos. But everything else I had was that just was like the mid. highlight. Okay. So many good tacos. That don't insult that pancake like you are right now. Oh, I wish I got eggs Benedict. That was your fault. Yeah, it was frankly. my fault, and I regretted it for like at least six hours. We went to Walkers or whatever. Oh, Richard Walkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, good place. Richard Walkers for anyone in San Diego. It's a great breakfast place in downtown. They didn't have alcohol. (laughs) Did they not? Really? They had really good coffee. Interesting. I didn't see any alcohol on the menu. I wanted a mimosa. Oh, I guess. Okay, that's fair. Usually they have mimosas. I wanted one. Didn't have any. It was sad. That's true. Anyway, that's the wedding. So let's move on. Uh, I'm alcoholic. I'm fine. I guess we can talk about it more later. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it more later. Uh, so anyway, the second segment here, talking about Pac-12, actual Pac-12 football. Um, the Pac-12, some Pac-12 football ads came out from Bet Online. I don't know if you all saw this. Uh, it's oldish news by now. It came out like well, I don't know, ten days ago. Apparently, Bet Online came out with odds for the Pac-12. Uh, so here they are. I'm going to read them real quick. Uh, the favorite to win Pac-12, the Pac-12 per Bet Online, USC two to one. Uh, number two is Oregon, eleven to five. Utah, five to one. Arizona State and UCLA tied at for fourth at seventeen to two. Washington at eleven to one. Washington State, thirty-three to one. Oregon State, forty to one. Cal, sixty-six to one. Stanford, eighty to one. Colorado, two hundred one. Arizona, all the way at the bottom at five hundred to one. Any uh... value? Value. <laughs> Grapes. Uh, let's start with you. Any big surprises? Things you want to yell about here with the odds? These uh, odds. Do you agree with them? Utah is a big surprise. I think everyone should go put money on Utah at those odds because that's kind of ridiculous that they're at least not above Oregon. I guess it's probably by conference, right? No, it's not cuz Utah, Arizona State, UCLA are all right there. Um yeah, I'm I think I'm more high on USC than the rest of y'all, but I'm still I still don't Utah should win the conference again this season at least. Like it should be close. So these odds are pretty good value for Utah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that uh, I'm shocked. I, I I think Utah should be number one. I think they should have the, they should be the Pac-12 
favorite going into 2022, 2023. They don't have Lincoln Riley, so nobody gives a shit about Utah. They have not had the uh, greatest, uh, what was it, the greatest spring practice in the history of college football, (laughs) or uh, they didn't have a lack of parking at the spring game that they haven't seen in years or whatever fucking thing USC fans were going crazy about. Uh, the insane, the, the the hype at USC is insane right now. <laughs> it's too much. It's like, I, I get it. Uh, Lincoln Riley's awesome, um, and and like I think they will compete. I would not be shocked if they win. Uh, you know, nine games. I think they'll probably challenge for the South. Like I would not be shocked if they won the South. But I'm I'm putting money on Utah. Like that team. Most of that team is coming back from last year. That was a good team uh, after the first month. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I guess a little surprised that USC is so highly favored. I'm surprised Oregon is favored above Utah also at 11. Yeah, that's I was, I was, uh, I like you, Oregon is still the most talented team in the conference just based on pure talent. I think USC might have actually about... overtaken them just with all the transfers, but is that right? I'm not sure. I, they last I looked, so there was many, a, I don't know. I think, uh, uh the composite was, hasn't uh, updated yet, so. At Hithliday one put out the oh. um, like the talent composite, and I think Oregon still edges out USC. I think, but we got to wait for the full talent composite to come out, which won't come out until like those could August. be biased. Transfers stats. also get rated and counted weird. Like they're still figuring yeah, that's that out. True. Yeah, yeah. Matt, what do you think? Are you surprised by any of these odds? They're absurd odds, and they've already moved a ton. I'm on Bet Online right now. Um, yeah, so. It, I, the USC two to one is purely a sucker bet. That's just them like banking money with low risk, which okay. very smart. That's all that is. Um, that will move a ton, but that's just. I mean, anybody that took that bet, you're stupid. I'm really sorry. Um, the so Oregon is pretty much still on the same odds as they are, but USC's fallen to plus two twenty five, so they're like twelve to five instead of eleven to five. Okay. Um, but Utah in being at five to one, that's already moved to plus three seventy five instead of plus five hundred. Like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, because everybody jumped on and was like, Oh shit, that's a great bet. Mm-hmm. Like get them at that number. Yeah, it's a great great odds. Everything else, like I think that honestly the biggest shock out of all that, like USC just it makes sense. It's a sucker bet. I get it. That's fine. That's very normal odds. Even Oregon being high on the odds, that's fine too. Utah's a little low. Arizona State is the biggest one that that's I'm just insane. like, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why would you trust term? <laughs> why would anybody take that? And why would you set those odds there? I mean, that there's no way. And that that's one that hasn't moved. Like, it's <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, what's, that's the what's biggest Wazoo one at? Like, what the fuck are we Wazoo doing? Wazoo right now. Uh, let's see. I just put it away. They're they're still at the thirty three to one. Okay, that's a good bet. It's I think bad. if you're gonna do anything crazy, it has to be on one of the North teams. Because yeah. it's gonna be winning the South. It's gonna be Utah or USC. I'm like pretty confident about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen in the North. Like it could be it could be Oregon. It could be Wazoo. I don't want to trust Washington at all. But maybe I don't know. It could be Oregon State. <laughs> like. What something that surprised me was uh, Arizona's not going to win the conference, but the fact that their odds were so far behind Colorado's was shocking to me. Because yeah, that's crazy. I am one hundred percent confident they're going to be better than Colorado this year. Yeah, but like the difference is in Stanford plus probably fifteen thousand plus forty thousand. That's Colorado and yeah. Arizona. It's wild. I I would I if I were uh if I were making these I feel like I'd give Arizona a better chance than both Stanford and Colorado to to I mean not win. Well, the Pac-12, Stanford has the best quarterback out of those three. That's true. I don't know. Honestly, out of like well, the bottom five teams, Jaden Delora. Jaden Delora, you don't you don't like Jaden Delora over Tanner McKee? No. Okay. All right, that's fair. I mean, I think I think they upgraded massively at quarterback Arizona, mm-hmm. didn't? Um, I don't yeah, think I agree. Is like that far behind Tanner McKee? Yeah, but. I think those two are like on the same tier. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Now Stanford is technically more talented per the star rankings and the transfers and all that other stuff, but but Arizona's talent level's gone up. Uh, and I think Jed Fish is, is just capable of like doing more. <laughs> like we know yeah. what we're gonna get from Stanford at this point. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Jeff I would be more optimistic in Stanford if they'd fired some people, but I don't think they did, and so... Yeah, who knows if they did? 
Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe podcasts are champions. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, Tavita Pritchard is still there. He's our offensive coordinator. Been their offensive coordinator ever since mm-hmm. David Shaw stepped into head. Their coach offense was not the issue for me last He's, year. <laughs> not that it was good. Uh, I think it was a big part it of was, it. But, like, uh, the defense was, like, the bigger thing for me. Like, the offense was bad. They also had a bad. lot of injuries on offense. The defense was all-time bad, like, for Stanford. I mean, Stanford's run offense has just fallen off a cliff, too. Like, yeah. they, they can't run. They had they were not able to run the ball last mm-hmm. year. And Austin Jones and to is my knowledge, I don't think, And I don't think they've infused any talent that's, gonna, that's going to help that. Like, and they had a good class. With the same I'm just not expecting that system. to affect them immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, well, those are the odds. Uh, any other things to say about those? They're just they're going to move a lot. I think that when you get into like fall camp, they'll be pretty representative of what you expect. I just I do think that what's difficult about it is that I think that Utah or USC are probably the class. Like I don't think that Oregon's really beating either of those teams necessarily. Unless um, Ty Thompson's really good. Uh, didn't he have a really shitty spring? Yeah. I know yeah, none of us care about spring, like he's but. He's string at the moment. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that it, but I think that Oregon's the most likely to actually be playing in the game out of those three um, and winning their conf- winning their division. So uh, I think that um, it's a little bit of a difficult spot. I think that I would definitely go with the division bets instead of the full conference because weird shit happens when quarterbacks get hurt but other than that like maybe taking a flyer on the oregon state or washington state even washington state's kind of tough without like really knowing what cameron ward looks like so i don't know yeah it's a wild card so we're talking about (laughs) talking about odds in may so i don't i don't know how (laughs) accurate these things are going to be all right well let's move on uh to talk about us won a lot of money in may last year (laughs) all right hey (laughs) put your money down then uh so let's, let's move on and talk about annoying Pac-12 fan bases. I put out a tweet a couple of weeks ago. Uh, people got, I wouldn't say, I don't think anyone got genuinely mad. I thought that people thought it was pretty enjoyable. I put out a tweet a couple of weeks ago. Just thought we could use it for fodder. Uh, just put together some galaxy brain rankings of the most annoying Pac-12 college fan bases this offseason. Uh, I've been on Twitter a lot, <laughs> as I usually am, because I'm just terminally online. Uh, some, some fan bases in the Pac-12 have been fucking insufferable insufferable and i could not help but try to rank them and figure out who has been the most insufferable okay so i'm gonna tell you all these rankings and i want you all to to react to them uh the most annoying fan base this offseason i think by a mile honestly it's oregon fans i have that number one i think they've been super fucking annoying this offseason very annoying um they've been insufferable i love them but they i don't love insufferable Uh, number two, USC fans, buddy. This whole Lincoln Riley shit has uh, has has gotten a lot of USC fans out of their basements and onto the internet. Uh, I think they've been super annoying, but nowhere near as annoying as Oregon. But I have them number two. Uh, number three, Washington, just just because they hate Oregon. Frankly, um, that's uh, that's actually kind of become their entire personality in this off season. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that they know they have a football team. I think they're just are, are very aware of Oregon's football team. Uh, and then after that, I think it falls off a cliff. Utah fans, number four. I thought they've been pretty quiet, so I put them down there. But you know, they're, they're always, always just annoying. They're always just just a little annoying uh, this time around. So I have number four, number five, Arizona fans. Uh, number six, UCLA fans. Number seven, Colorado fans. Eight, Wazoo fans. Nine Cal fans, ten ASU fans. They normally would be much higher, but they've had a horrific offseason <laughs> with all of the transfers and all of the firings. Just a complete disaster. I think. And now the Suns. And oh, now the, the Suns. Phoenix Suns. <laughs> they are down horrendous. <laughs> so I put them pretty low. Eleven. I think every I think every Arizona State fan, but one that we interact with, has actually like deleted their account or taken a leave of absence, <laughs> like legitimately. I have. I, I really Dropping think they like actually flies. have, except it's for one. <laughs> have not heard from some very loud Arizona State fans. That is correct. Uh, Eleven Oregon State fans, and then number twelve Stanford fans. There's literally one out there. Um, <laughs> shout out Gate Thirteen. <laughs> shout out Gate Thirteen. Uh, any reactions, though? Did I get those right? Would you move any of them up or down? Uh, let's start with Matt. I'd put UW ahead of USC. Um, okay. the, the USC fans haven't gotten – like, it's mostly just like, oh, they're annoying out of the fear 
that that exists within us i think that there's a little bit of projecting there i think it's warranted um but i definitely think that there's just aspects of of the goddamn like whatever the fight on emoji like symbol is that i still don't understand the, peace the, v, for, the v for victory oh that's yeah, what it is very i asked somebody that at a usc game and they acted like i was an idiot as if that's not the most confusing hand signal there's 17 better ways to make a v like that <laughs> well, is i mean so is there dumb. like it's a good v but why what is victory like uh, any school yeah. could do that I think Be it's like unique. one of those Arizona like bear down things where it's oh just my like heavy, some weird old heavy, story. The old story then, for yeah. the bear down thing is stupid. They told me that. It sounds that. fake. They told me that when I went and visited for a game, like their student section leadership was like so excited to tell us and we were all like, what the fuck? In 1905, a student. He got in a car <laughs> crash and he told him to crash. bear down and then he, he died. Even, did he Jesus. die? Yeah, oh, yeah he, he died. Die. That was like the whole oh, okay. reason it's a big story. He died in the That's hospital. That's the real story? He was like yeah, on some, his like, or whatever. He was like the captain Shut of the, the football team oh, and the gosh. swim and dive team and probably basketball because everybody played every sport back then. And he got in a <laughs> fatal car crash before their, well, it wasn't, it was, and he, he died later, down, but he deep. said, he told them, he's like, tell the team to bear down. And everyone's like, we don't know what that means, but we're going to roll with it. And he <laughs> died. And their marketing department's like, fucking we're slap set bear down century. Let's on go. everything. Goodness. I know All it's right. so bad. It sounds kind of fake. I don't believe it. It does sound fake. I don't believe it, but Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so Matt, you would say UW fans, uh, they, they go above USC fans in terms of the most. Yeah, the UW fans annoying. are down bad, but like it hasn't quieted them yeah, like yeah, it has ASU fans. fans. Be- yeah, and they haven't been beaten down nearly as badly as ASU fans. Well, I think like, if ASU fans had gotten a new coaching staff this offseason, then like, much more they annoying. probably would be annoying. Yeah, yeah. disagree. Oh, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I think they're, they're looking very I think they still had something else to pay attention to in the Suns, and I think that they still would have, you know, gone somewhere else and then got like been excited i think it'd be a tough summer with them i think that uw fans are just in an awful place right now <laughs> well they're in Brian, an awful place think? but when they're in an awful place their natural reaction is to become more annoying whereas asu fans hide you know because they've never actually achieved anything yeah asu fans yeah, they're loud when sense. they think they're good and they have shame which i respect <laughs> i respect them for this they have shame yeah, so they disappear I'm glad they have shame. when they're bad whereas uw fans have no shame none whatsoever <laughs> and they just get so louder you put them- and louder the worse they are however would you put them above usc i would absolutely put them above usc not even close to oregon though like oregon fans well have been so fucking awful nobody's um deemed Twitter spaces as a feature created for their own fan base. No, besides oh, Oregon. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I ne- they can never be allowed to have another coaching change ever again. Because who knows? That was they what truly they're still they're going. They're going to cook up. They next truly time. think that tweeting at recruits is like something they invented. Go ahead, Greg. No, but seriously, like, what fuckery are they going to invent the next time they have a coaching change? Like, they can never, it can never happen again because they will, they will drive me off Twitter. Just, for seeing it like it drives me insane Owen 12 is a shining how- light among a sea of darkness in terms of that fan base on Twitter they're so fucking annoying <laughs> what were you saying Avery I just don't understand how they got like people that are very closely connected with the football program to be talking in the Twitter spaces but then on the other hand they had Dan Lanning's like long lost brother Matt or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't think he's it. long lost. I think they still talk. I think he was just on the Twitter. <laughs> but they like couldn't prove it was his brother for a, like a while. That's right. Like they were. They and were, then after that, they were just like, guys, trust me. It was me, like legit. shaky. <laughs> the evidence that it was Dan Lanning's brother was shaky. So it makes me think they don't have a great relationship. And he's just like, yeah, my brother Dan. No, he Daniel. didn't say Dan. He, he, he said calling. Dan Lanning every time. Yeah. <laughs> he said his whole name. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, but then you get like the Sewell's father talking about the coaching situation. Oh, it was like so fucking bizarre. And people so were cringe. Oh. There was like reports about the Twitter spaces. Like there's news articles coming out about the fucking Twitter spaces. And I'm like, we all need to invest our time in something. Touching some other grass. Than Twitter. Yeah, Although, everybody get outside. There was one Twitter space that was so good. The one before they hired Lanning with, uh, was it Achilles? 
Oh, the one yeah, where there was Achilles the letter, Smith. like who they're trying to figure out who leaked the letter. Yeah, Achilles then, Smith. Yeah. yeah, and then he oh he yeah, I forgot about that in the middle of a space, and everyone's everyone's angry at each other. That was funny. That was fantastic content. But outside that was... of that, I've hated that fan base this whole off season. My favorite part of the Twitter spaces was I was listening once, and I hate myself for it, but like in Oklahoma, this was before they hired Dan Lanning. An Oklahoma fan was on. He's like, I just, I know what you guys are going through getting a, my coach poached. And they were like letting him speak for like 20 minutes about how his experience and it's going to be okay. Like you guys are going to hire a good, a good coach. The so Oklahoma spaces awful. were unhinged also. I loved I, listening I to I wasn't those. on those <laughs> truck stop spaces. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do any of that. They were, you, they were so down bad. It was amazing. Also, the Auburn spaces, right? Like when the Brian Harson news was coming out, talking about him potentially <laughs> sleeping with some intern he brought. Okay, over wait, from that Boise. was funny. That, that was, was so funny. funny yeah. Those spaces. Oh my god. Because they were like Insane talking about stuff. you know like I respect that like we have a coach who can actually like get some. Gus Malzahn could never, you know, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that completely. Well, this is a good segue because. Uh, I wanted to move on to our, our next segment. You'll get a chance to talk about Twitter spaces and stuff because uh, there's been <laughs> there's been some insane off-season discourse. CFB, uh, college football, has one of the longest, most grueling off-seasons of any sport. And uh, during the off-season, uh, you know, I, I think people get a little antsy. They get uh, kind of unhinged. And because of that, we get some, uh, some really ridiculous conversations and discourses. So, uh... We're going to introduce this new segment called Please Be Normal. Why can't anybody fucking be normal on this website? Jesus Christ, why can't any of you people be normal? <laughs> I have three. How did, how did we not get this during the season? <laughs> we need to have we this really as a segment have. going Utah forward. fumbles 18 times against Washington State, and we didn't drop this. <laughs> Uh, it's good. We'll get some use out of that then. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's let's. Talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna present to you three of the most insane offseason discourses that I've encountered so far. You're free to add any others, but three of the most insane offseason discourses that pack uh, discourses that Pac-12 fans have had. The first one we've talked about this at length. Just finished it. Uh, this has been really a weeks to months long discourse among, of course, Oregon Twitter. Uh, always causing trouble a number of Oregon fans are absolutely fucking convinced that Twitter spaces are a major recruiting tool for Oregon um, and I think their argument is that because players family members and friends all get on these Twitter spaces and they see how many people are always on a fucking Twitter Oregon space and that makes recruits want to go to Oregon I think like if you just open the Twitter app and you follow any number of Oregon fans there's an Oregon Twitter space at the top of your feed every single time like without fail um, so there's been some insane, hilarious, angry discussions about this, especially since Oregon fans are always in Twitter spaces. Uh, I think there was just some drama like yesterday around uh, our buddy uh, Owen Twelve, O W E N T O O E L V E. We had him on a few months ago. Uh, just kind of, he apparently he was on there telling people that Twitter spaces is cringe. I fully agree with our homie Owen. And then other people were making fun of him and his wife or something. I just it got really disgusting and ugly. But this uh, this is uh, one of the most insane discourses uh, that I think exists on Twitter. You all talked about it a lot, but do you all want to add anything to this? We did forget to mention that that guy conned the Oregon fans out of a bunch of money by pretending oh, yeah. his house burned down. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I did not understand what was going on here. Greg, can you walk us through what happened step by step? Okay, so I don't have what exactly <laughs> happened. But, like, the short version is this guy tweets that, like, his house burned down. He had to jump out He's of an a... an organ fan. Yeah. Uh, okay. He had to jump out of a second-story window or whatever, and he lost everything. And so a bunch of Oregon fans donate a lot of money to him. And then, like, weeks later, it's discovered... Oh shit! No, none of that actually happened. He just he just took your money. Like his how house did people find down. this out? I think uh, Mike Black tweeted something about like the place where he lives, and he was like looking at it like this dude just got evicted. Like yeah, and, and then the, weren't about they like suing him anything. for it? I think so. I think like the building that he lived in oh, started to sue him, and so he tweeted wow, that out, lying. and that was that was hilarious. And then there was the other Oregon fans, well, the ones who got conned out of their money, uh, 
talking about doing a class action suit against uh, the guy who conned them, which was <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> um, okay, I was going to say, uh, putting my leftist hat on, that man's a king. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, but the Oregon fans that gave him money probably weren't wealthy people. That's, I don't know. I, I guess... If they had enough money to donate to this guy who a random Twitter fan who If they had to, the time to be on Twitter spaces <laughs> for 11 billion fucking That's hours. True. And this man was getting evicted from his home. Obviously ab- abolish landlords. I hate landlords. Uh landlords yeah, should exist. All the things we've said on this podcast. That's the worst good job question. <laughs> that. Uh landlords should not exist. So I I uh, I'm siding with him. Yeah, I, if you're a landlord, s- if you're a landlord, lean in. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't want get a real job. We, we probably do have a number of landlords. Look, uh, keep listening to our podcast. We love you, but we hate you at the same time. We want get a real job. Give up your homes. That being yeah. said, I have already said how much I hated those people, and so I'm glad they got conned out of their money because that's fucking. Yeah, I'm funny. glad if it happened to any fan base, I'm happy as Oregon. It was really funny. You, I, second, I hope this happens to Utah's fan base next. <laughs> Hope it happens to all the fan They wouldn't donate to me. Is there one? What do you think the church is, Avery? (laughs) (laughs) Dog about a house burning down. (laughs) Fucking got Uh, him. The only fan base I don't wish is on is Cal fans. Cal fans, I love Cal fans. They don't deserve this. Uh, Oregon State. Some there's some racist Oregon State fans. Oh, there's some Jesus very racist Oregon Christ. State fans. <laughs> I have started more fights with racist Oregon State fans than I have Utah fans this off season. Yes, they they are. I mean, because. It's always the one with, like, beef and then number, 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 underscore, number. Well, didn't we say something about abortion? Oh, yeah. How that's we're right, a pro-choice Oregon. podcast. And, and then the guy was like, get back fan. in the kitchen or something. He's definitely 13 years old. Uh-huh. Like, I have no doubt. Almost certainly. Almost hey, certainly. Also, th- I would love to get back in the kitchen. Please. <laughs> if you're a 13-year-old Oregon State fan... Do yourself a favor and pick a different college football team. Nobody's going to ask questions if you're 13 No years one will old. ask you questions if can. you say you're an Oregon fan. You can do that. Like, it'll you be better for that. you. Okay. Uh, our girl uh, reminds me of our girl Jackie in that uh, TikTok she has pinned on her profile since time immemorial. You know what I'm talking about? I'm gonna, I'll, yeah. play, I'll play it right now. I got it here. By Becca. I don't know who as a woman voted for the women's right to work. I don't think women should work. I think women should go to the pool. <laughs> well said. Her little. Mm. <laughs> she ends every TikTok with "Thank you." It's my favorite thing in the world. So good. So good. So good. All right. So that's the first Twitter discourse. Is uh, Twitter Spaces in Oregon? That's just been absolutely insane and unhinged. The second one here, a Utah fan on Twitter who we will not name went on Twitter oh, the other day. You should randomly. Name him. No, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to start that big a fight. Uh, Please, uh, they don't listen to our podcast. And if they, they do, don't. thank you. Anyway, anyway, so he went on Twitter the other day. I don't I don't even know what provoked this, uh, but he went on Twitter to say the following uh, quote from a few tweets. When do we start the discussion that if we could save even one life, it is worth significant changes to alcohol consumption and regulation, even to the point of banning alcohol or all vehicles requiring breathalyzers to start the car, question mark. I followed up with uh, with another tweet saying, I'll die in the hill that while responsible drinking of alcohol in no way makes anyone a bad or evil person, it is a drug that has more of a negative impact on society than any others. More families and lives have to be destroyed by alcohol than any other substance. A bunch of people, a bunch of Utah fans agreed with this guy. <laughs> what I, year okay. is this? I will say, as someone who grew up in the position of believing that I didn't understand how alcohol worked. I'll say that. I didn't understand that if you drink, you're, you can like, drunken people are crazy. I thought that. And then I turned like 18 years old and I wasn't an idiot anymore. And I realized that people can do things responsibly. Um, so this guy's probably like, what, 39 years old and has no idea how alcohol works because he's never Googled it. And you know what? I respect the desire to be that ignorant. But stop. I don't. It, it, he's acting like his greatest fear in life is that his pregnant wife, I don't even think his wife is pregnant, but like hypothetically his pregnant wife would be hit by a drunk driver <laughs> as if this is like, I mean, it is a problem. Drinking and driving is an issue that I wish didn't exist, but he's acting like it's like an everyday, yeah. it's going to happen to everyone type of thing. And 
And someone else on Twitter, Lurch, che- Lurch Cheeto, I don't know how to say his name, Lurchito, he mentioned that in St. George, Utah, you are more likely to get in an accident with a geriatric driver because there's so many fucking <laughs> old people there than a drunk driver. There's When I grew up in St. George, Utah, there was one bar. You're not going to get hit by a drunk driver. It's not an issue there. Calm down. So that's all also, I have to say on that. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah, the alcohol, the alcohol substance. Now we're just now we're just doing serious leftist discourse, twi- <laughs> like uh, the entire time. The thing about it is that there's like documented evidence and studies now that actually uh, drugs and substances are not the things that are primarily responsible for like addiction. It's it's like the the lack of relationships and the isolation. Like just search up rat park studies. Uh, you know, people are always like, oh, if you give a rat cocaine and then you trap them in the box and then have them choose between food and cocaine, they choose the cocaine every time until they kill themselves. And and then if you but like there's been counter studies of well if you put like ten rats in there and they have a community of stuff and and they have a lot of things to do. They do use cocaine, but pretty sparingly, um, and they rarely are, they're not, certainly not abusing it, and they're certainly not choosing it over food, and they're certainly not doing it to the point where they kill themselves. Um, that, I think alcohol works the same way. Like, any sort of substance abuse problem comes from, stems from many other causes that go beyond uh, just, like, alcohol inherently being evil. Uh, now, that's not to say that people can't do irresponsible things, even when they have a relatively healthy relationship to a particular substance. But, you know, it's not like it's not a widespread problem if we focus on things like giving people security and comfort and the ability to build relationships and blah, 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 blah. And also anyway. public transportation. Yeah. Greg, you were also, talking about public yeah, transportation. Well, yeah, I Greg said public transportation to this guy, and he told me that, like, public transportation like hasn't changed anything until I showed him a graphic that showed like where DUIs happen the most and it's in the states with the worst public public transportation and he didn't respond to me after that. You think he's ever ridden like a public bus before that wasn't a school bus? There's no way you can you have ever ridden a bus in this country and said public transit is easy. It's it's in, it's like crazy unless yeah. you live in New York. Literally unless you live in New York and in the city. And DC is good too. Nowhere but- DC is probably good too, but anything here on the West Coast, anything west of, anything west and south of the Northeast, it's garbage. Like it doesn't like LA's public transit, a massive city, uh, but it's also sprawling by design. By the way, by because car manufacturers they have like a city Uber service where it's like three dollars for the equivalent of an Uber. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I mean, even but even then, it's just hard to get around on buses and public yeah. transit in LA. It is. It just is. The best so. part about that was how he his like proposed solution to save lives was to go back to prohibition, which saw a massive rise in violent <laughs> crime. I think that was fantastic. He would rather have like I don't know. He would rather have Al Capone than alcohol, and that was very funny to me. Which who wouldn't? Really? Al Capone. Like, also, I, I, cool. I think that Al, Al Capone would be more into like killing your pregnant wife. Than a drunk driver would, I think, in my opinion, your average person who just likes to have a drink on a Friday night. Also, most people don't just accidentally drink and drive. Like it's a choice that you make. You're still capable of making decisions when you're drinking. And like, what what ridiculous logic too? Like, imagine if just like someone dies by I don't know being eaten by an alligator, and you're like, we have to murder all alligators now. All alligator. We have to kill alligators, even if it means saving one life. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's just it's someone that has never Simply had alcohol and thinks that everybody that drink. He, I love how he's like, I don't think alcohol makes you a monster, and then goes on to imply that alcohol makes you a pregnant woman killing monster. <laughs> Uh, I feel all I'll say is I feel bad for this man. I think uh, he's desperately needing Utah football. He'll set him right. I think and a drink. Uh, <laughs> and a drink. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's our second. That's our second discourse. Uh, look, I mean, whatever. People, we've got a lot of a long off season, and people have tons of stuff to talk about. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rail on him too hard. And hopefully, he had uh, he had enough of a discourse to maybe think is a bit in over. All right, the third one here. Uh, this discourse is from our our very own Avery Brave Graves. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Avery recently was on the group chat dying on the hill that able-bodied people you should not use moving sidewalks at airports is and saying it's ableist. I didn't say. I said I usually don't go out of my way to get on a moving sidewalk. And the instance that I was given 
in this situation, I was on the like far side of the hallway. And then on the other far side was the moving sidewalk. And it was packed. So if I wanted to get on the moving sidewalk, I would have had to like run in front of a bunch of people. And I was like, I can walk. I'm going to be fine. Okay, that's so fine. I usually but don't the take problem them was unless you were complaining it's like about extre- the distance while also not using the moving sidewalk <laughs> that was there. That wouldn't have helped because people were standing on the moving sidewalk. But they stand to the right. Faster. You can walk past them. No, they weren't. Greg. I don't believe have you. Have you been to Utah? I do people not. Don't I work in that care. same airport. I literally work there five days a week. So wait, is the issue? Okay, let me blocked. clarify. <laughs> let me clarify something. Is the issue is? Oh, I remember now. Okay, so so that's not what you said. What you said it was ableist to stand on the moving sidewalk and not be walking. Was that the argument? No. I remember something like no, this. No, no. I was just, just saying. Said she felt I, bad I literally, for all I said is, sidewalk. I feel bad getting on the moving sidewalk when a ton of people are trying to get on it. <laughs> So I'll just walk because I'm able-bodied and I can walk. Was that a flex? I didn't mean it to be a flex. <laughs> That's not a flex. I could have sworn. I could have sworn no, we were having no, some. But real then arguments. somebody made a joke about okay, right. is it ableist to use a moving sidewalk? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, that's not what I meant. I just said I can walk. I'll be fine. I can w- <laughs> just let me complain, okay? <laughs> Don't try to find solutions for me. I didn't ask. <laughs> We should talk about that more. If people don't ask for your advice or for a solution, let him complain. Yeah, I agree. About I agree. having, <laughs> I had my, I got moved gates and I'm always in the, isn't it like in the Salt Lake airport, they only have one terminal. And if you're not in the A gates, it's like the fucking most inconvenient thing ever. And I'm always in the A gate and it was my first time being moved to B and it's like a 15 minute walk. It's seven minutes. Which isn't even that. No, it's 15. It's 7. The I, screen said 15-minute walk. The screen walk. says 7-minute walk. Well, it said 15 minutes at the time. It's not there digital. Was a line. It's a sign. <laughs> it's, it's a sign that doesn't change. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, whatever. It was a 15-minute walk. It's a 7-minute walk. Okay, maybe I just... I'm just mad. I pay for Delta, <laughs> and I want to be in the close gate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. I found a really great bar. <laughs> that might explain the uh, discrepancies here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that guy was right. We should get out. <laughs> if you're ever in the Salt Lake City Airport and the B gates, go to Gormandy's Bakery. They have nice baked goods and like a pretty good bar selection. Wait, you're saying you just found Gormandy's? No, I didn't know they had it in the oh, airport. Okay. Oh, okay. They also have it. They Sorry. also have locations in Salt Lake, which are very delicious, and you should go there. Yes, get a Queen Amon. Facts. But yeah, I don't think it's ableist to make sidewalk. <laughs> I could have sworn that was the discourse. Somebody I made a joke about it, and I was like drastically trying to backpedal because <laughs> I was like, that's not what I was saying. I think Guac made a joke. <laughs> yeah. Our buddy Guac, yes, I remember. I wasn't saying that, but then nobody was listening to me except Greg listened. Thank you for listening, Greg. All right, that well. That's so embarrassing. That's our uh, third discourse. Any other discourses that have come up this offseason that you just need to call out, point out? All right. Uh, where would you rank them? One, two, three. We have number one, Oregon Twitter spaces. Yeah. Number two, banning alcohol. Yeah. And number three. Uh, moving, standing on moving that's, sidewalks that's is able. That's how you rank them. Yeah, that's the that's order. That's the ranking. Uh-huh. That's the ranking. Okay. The right. alcohol thing, if it would have been done on a Twitter space, might have been worse. <laughs> yeah. If the alcohol thing was as persistent, then it would be more annoying. But it was just a one-time thing because it was so tremendously stupid that it like it just makes me angry that a lot of people were agreeing with it. Most of them had me blocked, so I had to jaunt on over yeah, to the burner. Had me blocked, but. Gee, that was crazy. Some of them blocked me wild. afterwards because I was I was mean. They basically live in a prohibition state. Utah is practically the closest you can get to prohibition in this country. So, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Wild stuff. All right. One, two, three. I think everyone sort of agrees with those. Uh, Matthew, but you've been quiet and trying to stay away from uh, heated discourses here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Great goal. I'm watching a baseball game. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Not that. Um. God damn it. You're always fucking eating on this podcast. You're always fucking watching a baseball game, Matt. Can you pay attention once on this podcast? That's too much to ask. That's no. a no. <laughs> Imagine thinking I haven't been scrolling Twitter this whole time. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I've been paying attention. 
Thank you. Thank you. One of you. As soon you want to talk Formula One, I'll be interested. Uh, yeah, when's the uh, when's the F1 podcast coming out? You going to do one? As soon as we can convince Andrew to do it with us because we actually need somebody semi-intelligent. Yeah. So uh, anyone listening out there, at Babushka Utes, B-A-B-U-S-H-K-A-U-T-E-S, uh, you should add him if you want an F1. If you want no truck stops to go no pit stops for a little bit and do an F1 podcast, Greg and Matt and... Andrew will get on and talk about F1. So if that's what you want from them, uh, at Babushka, you'd bully him into, uh, into doing it. He'll 100% do it. Probably. Um, I'm worried right. that would be more popular than our podcast. We'll make fun <laughs> of all the other American Formula One podcasts because they all suck. Aren't they all like, uh, I think I was talking about with you all, they're all like uh, like casual, making fun of, like, I don't know, survive, drive to survive. There was one podcast that was like that, that was genuinely the worst thing i've ever heard and i listen to this <laughs> podcast each time while we record it of course <laughs> so you know it's bad uh <laughs> that one sucked a lot like to the point where i'm put off of hearing american accents talk about f1 at all uh so you have to speak in non-american accents I'll speak oh, in Chinese. that would be great yeah that's what i'll do honestly that like would be racist, greg's right? not wrong because there's even one that i've tried to listen to that's canadian and i do struggle with it i think that that's actually a very i think they point. do a good job too but it's just that like the way like i just can americans not compete in f1 is it like is it like star wars pod racing where usually like humans just aren't good enough like what? don't have the reflexes <laughs> what the same way <laughs> Uh, Are Americans just bad at racing fancy that's a cars? Pool. The problem is... Yeah, see, they don't have... It, we're dangerously close to saying the Americans don't have an extra tendon here. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, we need to back off this. Doing some, race, doing some race science? The majority of the race tracks are in Europe, and so it's just not feasible to have to travel across an ocean every other weekend. So they just do NASCAR? So, they're just not based in America, and so yeah, NASCAR totally takes right. all the drivers. Yeah. Colton Herta. Um, my idea is for you two, Greg and Matt and uh, and Andrew, to do an F one podcast, but purely in European accents. Like you actually have to replicate your. I watch at the F one. There's got to be a filter now. for that. There's got to be a filter for that. <laughs> there should be. There should be. I'm sure there is. Anyway, okay. Well, uh, if you all have nothing else, that's all I've had. So that's our off-season show. We'll be back in another month or so, probably. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about uh, F1 if we get enough people bullying us. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us here. Please follow us on Twitter at no Truck Stops Pod, and definitely send us any of your off-season questions, Pac-12 football-related or not, at NoTruckStopsPodcast at gmail.com. For Avery, at Brave Grapes, Greg, at Banana Morphs, and Matthew Britson, at No Pit Stops. I'm Carlos, at Equity Bruin. I appreciate you for listening, and remember, there are no truck stops here. Not even one. Rumors still and thick with smoke, so thick it makes you choke. The crowd falls in, the coffee's kicking, and my patience are wearing thin. Said I'm lonelier than a single sax on a quiet